0: And I worship you I am. Lord, you were, you are mighty in this place. You are about to listen to Bishop Chrissy Ampuffo, pastor of Lighthouse Chapel International, Takari. Bishop Chrissy Ampofo has a unique teaching with a clearer understanding of the word. Get ready for an awesome time in the Word and receive your blessing, healing, and prophetic word as you listen to Bishop Christy Ampofo. I sing praises to your name, I worship you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, have your way and speak to us. May your words not fall on hard hearts, hard ground, soft in our hearts, that your words would have effect in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord. You will take away the sickness from our midst. As we have come into your presence this morning, You will take away the pain in our hearts as we have come into your presence. You will take away that issue that is bringing so much stress into our life. That by the time we leave here, Lord, whatever the enemy has used to press us shall be taken out of our life in the name of Jesus. Thank you for healing, Lord. I said thank you for healing i said thank you for healing and thank you for deliverance i said thank you for deliverance that the chain of the devil in your life shall be broken i said the chain of the devil in your life shall be broken the handcuff of the devil shall be broken this morning in the name of jesus whatever the devil has used to hinder you in life as the word of god comes your freedom is coming. As the word of God comes, your deliverance is coming. As the word of God comes, your healing is coming. As the word of God comes, the light to shatter your darkness is coming to you. Receive it this morning and may you be blessed because you came to church. In Jesus' name I pray and everybody say amen. Oh, a louder and a powerful amen hallelujah 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 you may take your seats tell the person sitting by you you are welcome to church and your life will not be the same again hallelujah amen wow we thank god so much for another blessed sunday is that not the case and um, by the grace of god Um, we are moving forward. Amen. The choir, you will sing after church. I mean, just before we close, so be sharpening your voice as you are waiting. Amen. But this morning, I want to continue with my message I started two weeks ago on sin. Hallelujah. I said, I want to continue my message that I started on sin. So it is part two of that message, amen. We shared some verses, and I want to quickly just go through what we shared Isaiah chapter 59, verse 1 and 2. We saw there the effect of sin, hallelujah! We saw that sin has the power to separate us from God, and sin has the power or the effect. of of causing your life to look as if the hand of God is shot. Wow. It looks as if God cannot save and deliver. But then we discovered that sin is what brings that effect. So, Isaiah 59, 1 and 2, we saw that. Then in the story of Adam and Eve, we also saw how God um, caused Adam and Eve to be taken out of the garden because of sin. May you not be taken out because of sin in the name of Jesus. Rather, may sin be taken out of your life. I said, may sin be taken out of your life in the name of Jesus. And then we also read in um, Colossians chapter 3, verse 15 and 16, we saw how sin is described as disobedience to the Lord. Amen. I said amen. So today we want to continue, and I want to read a story to you from um, the book of Joshua, chapter 7. Joshua, chapter 7. Joshua, chapter 7. Hallelujah. The Bible says. But the children of Israel committed a trespass in the accursed thing. For Achan, the son of Kami, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took of the accursed thing, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. Amen. The anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. Notice that we are talking about a certain man called Achan. Achan. Now, Achan is a personality who you must know as a Christian. And when you are trying to be a Christian, you say to yourself, I will not be like Achan. Amen There are some personalities in the Bible We have personalities like um, Adam and Eve Cain and Abel We have personalities like Enoch Personalities like um, Lot's wife We know Lot We also know about his wife Why do we know Lot's wife? Because she turned into a pillar of salt Is that not the case? I said she's turned into a pillar of salt We know about Joshua and uh, Jonah Jonah was a minor prophet and we know his story, how he disobeyed God and God had to arrest him, you know, put him in the belly of a whale and transport him to his desired destination. And so we have personalities in the Bible. We have Absalom, we have Adonijah, we have um, 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 what is this guy's name? Mephibosheth. You see, Mephibosheth. We have Jehu. You see, so there are some names that you should know. And if you don't know them, it just means that you have to do more Bible reading and Bible study. Now, one of the people you should know is Achan. Amen. Because Achan disobeyed God and took into his possession something he shouldn't take. You see, that is the whole problem about um, life, really. Touching what you shouldn't touch. Touch not. Amen. He told Adam and Eve, don't touch this tree. Don't eat this tree. But exactly that is what they touched. And exactly that is what they ate. Are you with me? And life seems to be like that. In fact, the, the Bible says that stolen what? Is it waters or bread? It's sweet. Wow. So it seems as if our natural nature wants to do what it shouldn't do. Wow. Your natural nature wants to do what it shouldn't do. It's called the sin nature. The sin nature. Maybe one day we will talk about it. The sin nature. Everybody has a nature It's called the sin nature. And in you, it tries to make you do what you shouldn't do. So when you read Romans chapter 7 from verse 15 downwards, Paul was also struggling with the sin nature. And he was speaking about how he does what he doesn't want to do and what he wants to do. He doesn't do it. And then he goes on to explain that it's sin that lives in me. Sin that lives in me. So all of us have a sin nature. There's a certain internal sin mechanism. And if you don't learn to control it, it would control you. And it would ruin your life. It would destroy your life. Now, Achan is somebody you should know because Achan could not overcome the temptation of covetousness. And he took what God has said they should not take. You know when they went to Jericho and then they brought down the walls of Jericho and then they defeated the city God said that Jericho is cursed. In fact, Jericho was cursed such that anything in Jericho was also cursed. And so God said to them, don't take anything in Jericho. Usually when they go to war you are able to carry away what they call the spoils of war. Or when you defeat your enemy, you pick the things that your enemy had. So if your enemy had a lot of gold, he had money, he had whatever he had, you take it, it's for you. It's like your reward for the war. Are you listening to what I'm saying? But with Jericho, God gave a specific instruction and said, touch not. You see, in your life, there are certain things God has also given specific instructions. And he says, touch not. A good example is your tithe. A good example is your tithe. God has declared, touch not my tithe. Anyone who takes a tithe, is like you have taken an accursed thing. Because it doesn't belong to you. It doesn't belong to you and when you possess the tithe and keep the tithe you will see that it's going to bring a lot of problems into your life and that is why we encourage everybody be a 100% tither amen don't allow Satan to trick you and I will explain to you by the end of the service and you will see why you keep your tithe and you see why Satan wants you to do that so Achan is the one who disobeyed God In Israel. And the reason he's popular is because of what I'm going to read. They went for a battle and they were defeated. So, Achan is a very popular guy who is the symbol of one man in the midst of a multitude, and his actions cause everybody else to lose. The importance of knowing Achan is that. Your action, your one-man action can affect all of us. Amen. That is why it's important. You see, it's important to know Jonah because Jonah didn't want to go where God wanted him to go and then the whale swallowed him and then took him there. So Jonah is known for his disobedience. Um, If you take somebody like Lot's wife. Lot's wife did a lot of things, but Lot's wife is known for one main thing. She's known for in, being turned into a pillar of salt. Also for disobedience. The problems are all connected to disobedience. Eve is popular not just because she's the first woman, but because this, the devil deceived her. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Now, Achan is also important to know because if you know about Achan, you will know that your, your, your action can affect all of us wow your action can affect all of us your action can bring us defeat yeah so that is why you must know Achan and you must understand that what you do, your obedience to God is not a personal thing only but it transmits to us you are in the choir with a sin do you know what it means to the choir? You are in the group with a sin. Do you know what it means to the group? It means defeat. Yeah. So that is why it's important to know Achan. For you to develop that, that consciousness that when you disobey God, you are not just disobeying him for yourself, but also it's going to affect your father. It's going to... look. There is, there is hardly anybody in the Bible mentioned that they have to go back four generations. Yeah. They start mentioning, they mention his name, mention his father's name, mention his grandfather's name, mention his great grandfather's name. I mean, he has brought all of them into the picture. <laughs> yeah. So, as you are fornicating, you are thinking that is you, but what you don't know is that when you come here, your presence—you are coming not with blessings, but with the anchor of God. Come to affect the whole service. Come to affect the whole program. There's somebody who is here who is preventing God from moving in our midst. Wow! So when you when you don't understand that, and you don't know that. You freely walk in your sin, but when you get to know that, hey, the thing can affect other things, I think you'll be some more careful. That is why it's important to know Achan. So anytime you hear Achan, remember that Achan is the one who brought Wahala to the whole group. Don't be the one, I said don't be the one to bring Wahala to the whole group. There is a, 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 a story and a movie called The Three Musketeers. They have a saying, they say one for all all for one one for all, all for one so your sin is coming to affect me so even when we are praying we said, that Lord let anyone that will be a hindrance be removed you have become the one we are praying about yeah. Try not to become an extrapolated prayer topic. When we extrapolate the line, it will touch you. We thought we were dealing with the sin. And someone we were dealing with you. You know, when, um, what's his name? Um, Jacob. When Jacob was um, going, his wife, um, Rachel, is it? she took the father's idols. So, and she hid it. So Jacob didn't know. So when Laban saw that his idols had been taken, he came chasing Jacob. And when he got to him, he attacked him very, I mean, he confronted him straight and direct and at once. And Jacob became offended because Jacob had not taken anything from him. And he didn't know that Rachel had stolen from her father. So he also, in his anger, also pronounced a curse. He pronounced a curse. He said that, if anyone amongst my people, because he was so sure that nobody had taken it. So he also pronounced a curse on the head of the one that had taken it, not knowing he had just shot at Rachel. He thought he was shooting a deer. Not knowing he was shooting his wife. Yeah, you understand the whole thing. So I want to. You see, Achan, as I've even not started saying what I'm saying, but you should know Achan. When we say Achan, when we say Lot's wife, what did Lot's wife do? Lot's wife looked back. You see, she looked back. She went back to her worldly ways. She looked with a longing. There is a longing all in they welcome, Phil. She looked back with a longing. She said, Oh, I wish I could go back to my days of disco, my days of drinking star and Guinness freely. Are <laughs> you listening to what I'm saying? So, Lot's wife, she looked back. So, she's symbolic of looking back. You shouldn't look back when you come to the Lord. And when you are walking with the Lord, don't be looking back. When you keep looking back, you will turn into a pillar of salt. Something bad will happen to you. Amen? Wow. So Achan went to battle and he took certain things. There were some nice dresses. There were some gold and silver, some jewelry and things which he and he took it. Verse 2. And Joshua sent men from Jericho to A. A is the name of the town. Very small name for a very small town. Amen. Which is beside Bethaven on the east side of Bethel and spake unto them saying go up and view the country. And the men went up and viewed A. And they returned to Joshua and said unto him, Let not all the people go up. And we hear, But let about two or three thousand men go up and smite A, and make not all the people to labor thither, for they are but few. You see, they saw that the people were small. So they said, They were telling their commander, Oh, don't even, don't make a lot of people go, just a few people would go, you see, because Israel was a mighty force. Yeah. They were so mighty that when Balak saw them, Balak said, hey, nipenye. you know, we have a, we had a mate in Presek, and we used to call him Emunye. He went one day to a certain place, I think it was either a party or something, that then he saw her eyes. Then he said, hey, Emunyeh. Then it became his name. So after today, when we see him, he said, hey, Emunyeh. <laughs> so when Balak saw the people, he said that, hey, Enipenye. <laughs> He said this one there. Guns will not work. Spears will not work. Acid will also not work. Take note of the acid. And then He decided, I need a powerful weapon against them. So, I am going for a prophet to curse them. Yeah. Because he sought a multitude of people like a sea. Yes. And that was Israel, moving. And then they moved. It's it's an awesome sight. They were a mighty nation. And God had blessed them. They had increased and multiplied. Yes. So, when the guys went to look at the, the town... They came to tell um, Joshua that, oh, this one, just take two or three thousand people and then let us go and we shall sort them out. Verse 4. So there went up the of the people about three thousand men and they fled before the men of A. And the men of A smote of them about thirty and six men, for they chased them from, from before the gates even unto Shebarim and smote them in the going down wherefore the hearts of the people melted and became as water. You see they are going to war. They are even going straight to the gates because it's like oh these people will just go and remove their gates and enter. We will knock and command them to open. So they were going to the gates. The people faced them and they began to run. They were surprised it had never happened to them. And they were so afraid that the Bible said their hearts melted and became like water. Water. Wow. Listen to what happened. And Joshua, verse 6, rent his clothes and fell to the earth upon his face before the ark even the time. And he and the elders of Israel and put dust upon their heads. Look at that. The the man, when they defeated them, Bible says he came to the altar and he came to throw himself down at the altar where the Ark of the Covenant was. And he 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 was in mourning. He was fasting. Bible says that when they were fasting and mourning, they put ashes in their head and so he tore his clothes, he put ashes in his head, and then he went to the altar, you know, to seek the face of God. Wow. He and the elders of the city. And Joshua said, Alas, O Lord God, wherefore hast thou at all brought these people over Jordan to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us? Would to God we had been content and dwelt on the other side, Jordan. Standard practice. Accusation of God. When your expectation is not met. So Joshua, when what happened to them was against his expectation. Against his plan of marrying. Against his plan of having a child. Against his plan of having a job. Against his plan of traveling. He did what you do, or some people do. He accused God. Say, ah, Nyame. I remember one day we finished morning devotion. Morning devotion. When we finished and we opened the door and went out, my mother saw that thieves had come to raid her factory, taking away everything. Then my mother out of exasperation. Exasperation. She lifted up her voice and said, <laughs> Yeah, because you would have thought that when you pray and you are doing this and you are fasting, and you are a pastor, or you are an elder, or you're a leader, or you are a tither, or you are a giver, or you are a good person, you don't expect Certain evil reports. Is that not the case? And so when it happens, then you think that God has disappointed you. But I want you to understand that God has never disappointed anybody before. Rather, there are certain things. Sometimes it's just a test. You see? Like the disciples asked Jesus, Whose fault is it (laughs) that this man is blind? hey! accusation there hey, some wild, hey. also, whose fault is it that this man is blind Jesus says it's not anybody's fault Say, this blindness there or the fish thrown nearby but it is so that the wonders and the power of God shall be displayed so sometimes some of the things that you pass through God allows you to go through so that we can practically see what it means to be delivered by God yeah It's a good place to put your hands together. When we say deliverance, we shall see that this is what it means to be delivered. Brother, give me my thing. Amen. Otherwise, when we say that thing, you will not understand. I remember one day I was sick. As I became sick, I realized I had to believe God for healing. Then I realized it was different from preaching. (laughs) Because if it was you who was sick, it is very easy for me to believe that God will heal you. (laughs) Because it's not me who is sick. (laughs) Yeah. I said, in the name of Jesus, I pray for you. Come and give testimony. God has healed me. Headache is gone. This is gone. Wow. God is powerful. God is good. By one day, me too, I became sick. Then I realized that I could not (laughs) have faith to be healed. (laughs) I realized that it's not as simple as that. I had to charge myself and generate myself to the point where the Lord also, my faith will work, you see, for me. So maybe God wants you to be a sign, a symbol of his power and deliverance in the earth. Amen. So there are always these situations that happen. We don't expect it. And so Joshua didn't expect defeat. And then he was saying to God it would have been better if I had stayed on the other side of Jordan He said, it, it would have been better if I hadn't married no, if you have married God has brought you into the marriage now if there are cockroaches, lizards and um, 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 tigers and lions monsters and whatever in the marriage it doesn't mean that it's not God. When God sent Israel into the promised land, they were Hittites, they were Canaanites, they were Perizzites, they were Jebusites, in the land that God had given to them. Amen. So begin to work out the marriage for it to work because once you have crossed that Jordan of not marrying entered into marriage, it, it is the plan of God for you to be on that side of Jordan. But the things that are happening are making you wonder whether you should be, whether you should have been on the other side. No, you are right where you should be. Rather ask God for the strategy to be there. Yes. And you see that he gave Joshua some strategies. So Joshua was asking God that it would have been better if we had not been here. Yeah. Then he went on and said, Oh Lord, what shall I say? when Israel turneth their backs before their enemies. Verse 9. For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land shall hear of it, and shall environ us round, and cut off our name from the earth. And what wilt thou do unto thy great name? Hey. It's very fantastic. But he's also a, a very good um, prayer prayer guy. You see, because he connected the prayer to the name of God. You see, it's like... Then God will say, no, no, no. So, he brought it. It's a very very, very uh, witty prayer warrior. So it says that, uh, and what wilt thou do unto thy great name? And God charged. Verse 10. And the Lord said unto Joshua, Get thee up. Wherefore liest down thus upon thy face? Get thee up. Get up now. He was praying. You. He was in prayer. He was in meditation. He was in front of the altar. It's like some very spiritual move that you are doing. Yeah. Get, he said. God said to him, "Get up from there. Get up from there." Many times I've told people, it's not prayer. You have to pray. No. NIV. NIV. It's not. It's not time. for prayer has passed. God. The Lord said to Joshua, "Stand up." With exclamation mark! Stand up! Stand up from there! Get up! When the matter came, he went into prayers and intercessions and things, and God said that that is not the problem. Get up! Get up! Get up! Get up. Many people have to get up. Many people have to get up. Get up and live your life. Get up and live your life. Yeah. Get up. And live your life. So he told Joshua, get up. Stand up. This is not what you should be doing. You are lying here. For what? He and the elders. You are lying here for what? Get up. Thing you have to do. Amen. There is something you have to do. You see, maybe your husband has stopped coming home. Just that you can't tell us. Or your wife has also jumped the wall and left the house. Or your son has abandoned the house. I mean, something is happening. It's good to pray, but I'm telling you, there is something you physically have to do. And God is saying, Get up, get up get up get up it means that there's something you have to do we have to now begin to look at the situation and do some analysis amen so God told him in the next verse he said to him Israel has sinned that is the problem Israel has sinned not that he has he has failed them or his power can't work you remember Isaiah 59 he said it isn't that the hand of the Lord is short.'" That he can't save it, it says that it isn't that God's hand is sure to and it isn't that his ears can hear, but he said, Israel has sinned, Adjua has sinned, Kweku has sinned, and they have also transgressed my covenant, which I commanded them. So they have sinned, then they have also transgressed the covenant. To transgress the covenant means it means disobedience. It means non-fulfillment of a requirement. Amen. It, I said it also means a non-fulfillment of a requirement. God, God has requirements and expectations of all of us. God has expectations of fathers. God has expectations of mothers. God has expectations of children. He says that um, he said children must obey their parents. For this is right. It is the first commandment with a promise. Do you understand? So when you do not fulfill it, you've not just disobeyed, you've also not fulfilled a requirement. You see? Yeah. So he says that Israel has sinned, number one. Number two, they have transgressed my covenant, which I commanded them, which basically means they have disobeyed They've disobeyed something. Is that not the case? Yeah. Disobedience. He says that. For they have even taken of the accursed thing. They have taken of the accursed thing. They have taken. They have even taken of the accursed thing. They have. They took something. They have taken something. Remember, I was talking of one man. They have taken something. Something that he, God, considers accursed. Not something, if, if Achan felt it was scarce, he would not have taken it. So what in your life do you have? That God, God is saying is not good, but you feel it is good. You feel it is good. You like it, but God doesn't like it. That is what matters. If God doesn't like it, you should not like it. Amen. If God hates it, you should hate it. If God doesn't want it, you should not want it. Amen. Anytime you do what God doesn't want, it leads to problems. Eve is the first example. Adam and Eve. What God didn't want was for them to touch that tree, and they did. Amen. So they took the accursed thing. He said that they have even taken of the accursed thing and have also and have also they have also stolen hey they have also stolen You see, so where, even as you look at the, 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 the charges that are coming it, it, I mean for example to steal from God where would you see him where would you see him to steal from him that it, it has become an issue it's an issue that it, it is not being spoken by prophets. It is coming as an oracle. He said that you have stolen. He said they have also, also, it means in addition to the sinning, in addition to the transgression, in addition to the disobedience, they have also now even spoiled their matter. They have also now become thieves. Hey. Hmm. God, he doesn't like thieves. So Malachi chapter 3, verse 8. Quickly. Will a man rob God? Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. And ye say, Wherein have we robbed thee? You see the same thing. So, where did we see you? He said, In tithes and offerings. In tithes and offerings. By, by, by your tithing and offerings, you are you have become a thief. Yeah, message. Give me the message Bible. The same verse. Message Bible. Begin by being honest. Do honest people rob God? <laughs> but you rob me day after day. You ask, how have we robbed you? The tithe and the offering. That is how. Yeah, I think the word of God deserves a clap. <laughs> I mean, why, why can't they know? Also, the tithe and the offering, that is how. That is how you are stolen from me. Yeah. Offerings, <laughs> you see, many people who have visitations of heaven, one of the things Jesus tells them, wow, one of the things Jesus tells them is that, that my people don't pay their tithes. It's very interesting, my people. In fact, I don't know any of them who Jesus has complained about even homosexuality. Although it's also a very bad thing. You see? But Jesus always... In fact, because I think it's because they will not be homosexuals. The children of God will not be homosexuals. So it's not even in part of the issue. But rather, it's like the people who are his children... They are are, are forcing God not to move fully in their life by keeping the tight. You are forcing God not to move in your life. You are telling God, don't move in my life. Don't do anything in my life. Yeah. So when you come back to Joshua's time, go back to Joshua. He says that, Israel have sinned, they have also transgressed my covenant, which I commanded them, they have even taken of the thing and have also stolen. They have also stolen. They have stolen. As a person, sitting by you, are you a thief? As a person, are you a thief? <clears> he <throat> said, and have also stolen. And this and assembled. and also they have put it even among their own staff. You see, the tithe that you took, you use it to buy medicine. God knows exactly He will say, He has stolen my money, He has used it to buy nails to roof his house because of him, I'm sending a wind into Day. Hey! <laughs> because, you see, he identifies it. You've used it to buy bread. It's lying on your fridge now, you see. <laughs> God, he has used it to buy bread. He has eaten it. It has digested and entered into his system. He said they have put it among their own stuff, hidden it there. You know, there are some things that are cursed. You shouldn't have them. There are some pictures you shouldn't have. There are some videos you shouldn't have. You see, but it's amongst your WhatsApp videos and your WhatsApp pictures. It's there. Yeah. if I told you that there is a website <laughs> where you go there it's, it's called um, it's called I forget the name but it's, it's for Whatsapp and what it is is that when you go there and you, you type a number you will get the history of the person's chart <laughs> I can see some faces have changed. I mean, can you imagine that such a site exists? When you go there and I know your number, I type plus 233 244 Pa, history. Then they will give you the range from 2014 January. To now or from this to this, or from this to this, hey <laughs> 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 So people's hearts are so beating <laughs> 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 You know, it was an April food joke. There's no sight like that, <laughs> but they said the April, first April. they sent it around, they said, people will say, Hey <laughs> this side. (laughs) Any number. (laughs) You see, but God knows. You have hidden it among your staff. Even some of you, the words that you use, you don't use them in church. You have hidden it when you go to town and then somebody crosses you. Hey! The words you would use to describe the person. We can never Use it in church, yeah. It's hidden amongst your staff. Some of your behaviors are cursed behaviors, like, 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 um, oh, dear. Oh, dear. it's like my thing is lost. Who took my thing? I won't say it again. Oh, in the morning, you go out again. Also, I wouldn't see who you, you want to compound house. Say who has taken my bucket? This is the second day. Tomorrow, if I say it again, hmm, I don't. Then the last day said, "Who has taken my bucket?" It's okay. Then you remove something. Then you pronounce some things. Hey, it's an accursed thing. That thing you have is an accursed thing. You so because I'm doing kalam, say I have to have yeredro. So, I've gone for vanishing medicine. It's just for my job. It's an accursed thing. Maybe you shouldn't do that job. Amen. So, look at the guy's problems. He says that it is even among their own staff. So, God showed where the thing was. Verse 12, come on. Therefore, the children of Israel could not stand before their enemies, they could not stand before cancer. They could not stand before arthritis. They could not stand before leukemia. They could not stand before satanic incursions. They could not stand before poverty because there is something wanting. Something is wanting. Something is wanting. Either they are not doing something they should do or something. Look at it. They could not stand before their enemies but turned their backs before their enemies because they were accursed. Neither will I be with you anymore. This is God. Oh. I said, Neither will I be with you anymore. One man, oh. you so oh, but God is just one man. Why do you have to take such a drastic decision against the whole nation? You see, what you don't know is that God, he also doesn't like nonsense. God, eh, when he's being God, you will see blood. Yeah. That is why Jesus, for 2,000 years since he died, he's praying and interceding for you. Praying and interceding. Praying. Because the God, the Father, maybe now he hasn't done anything. It's not that he likes it too. Jesus has held his hands. Yeah, it's true. The parable of the man with the vineyard, he went, he went to the trees. He said that, "Give me fix." And then there were no fix. What did he say? He immediately he said, "Cut down the tree. Cut it down. I don't have time to just be entertaining on fruitful trees in my garden. Cut it down." God he doesn't have a lot of patience for things so, yeah it's one of the reasons why Jesus had to come died and then he became who he is and he's not mediating everyday Jesus is begging in that parable he said the husband man said I beg give it one more year perhaps it will begin to bear fruit I beg say master I beg Then he looked at it and said that after one year I'll come back this tree shall smell something jesus himself when he made the fig tree and the bible specifically said it was not that season of figs he didn't find any fig what did he do he congratulated the tree he he cursed the tree he said that nobody shall eat from you again it died from the roots it died from the roots upwards Usually to die from the top downwards. It died from the, from the down upwards. That's how the tree died. Yeah, Jesus cursed it. So, God there, eh, he's very, you know, yeah. Just that Jesus Christ has become a okamafo, odimafo. Now he's kind for you, dear for you preventing the father from just removing you from the system. Yeah. You see God may not take the actions but his mind has not changed. He may not take the ashes, but his mind has not changed. And he can't take the ashes because Jesus is not allowing him. But a time will come when Jesus shall join him. Yes. And all the people who, who do these things Transgression, sinning and things. The Bible said they will be separated to the left and they shall be cast into the lake of fire. Judgment shall happen to them. So that is why he told Jacob. He said that why does Jacob think that his ways are hidden from me? And why does Israel think that his judgment is passed? It hasn't passed, though. No. Just that today, you know, Jesus or the hand of said, Please don't touch him now. Give him, give him small time, give him small time give him small time, give him small time one day Jesus will finish with intimidation and then God would move into judgment hey, even Satan even Satan even Satan even Satan is afraid of the lake of fire you are happily doing these things yeah so I want to reveal it to you how God sees sin God doesn't like sin at all he said that Israel could not stand before their enemies but turn their backs before their enemies because they were accursed. neither will I be with you anymore I will not be with you anymore. Three reasons why Satan wants you to sin. I have to just close. Three reasons why Satan wants you to sin. Number one, Satan wants you to sin so that what? Satan wants you to sin so that you will be deprived of the presence and the help of God. That is number one, number one reason. He wants you to sin so that you would not have the presence of God and the help of God. The presence of God and the help of God. Ah, It will be like the desert. There will be no rain. If only Satan can get you to sin, that is it. So he did it to Adam and Eve. And what happened? Oh yeah, out. Then he put a flaming sword at the entrance to the garden and he told the seraphim, he said that these people, they should never come here again. Wow. So Satan wants you to sin so that the presence and the help of God will leave you. That's what he wants to do. You see, he told them, he said that I will not be with you anymore. (laughs) so Satan knows that so what Satan would do is that he will make you to sin when he tried to curse Israel when the prophet was cursing them it didn't work when he cursed he tends to bless him curse he tends to bless it. curse it, tends to bless him so he changed the plan Bible says he taught them how to fornicate with Moab so when Israel now fornicated with Moab and committed adultery with Moab then the judgment of God came upon them then the wish of Balak came to pass you understand the whole thing so the first reason why Satan wants you to sin is so that you will not have the presence of God and you will not have the help of God the second reason why Satan wants you to sin is so that that sickness and curses will be your portion Satan wants you to sin so that sickness and curses will be your portion but it shall not be your portion in the name of Jesus I said it shall not be your portion in the name of Jesus. Satan wants you to sin so that sickness and curses will be your portion. Deuteronomy chapter 27 and Deuteronomy chapter 28 will talk about this one. Then number three, Satan wants you to sin so that he will carry you to hell with him. Amen. Satan wants you to sin so that he will carry you to hell with him. The wages of sin is what? Death. Satan wants you to sin so that he would go with you to hell. From today, be sin, not be the ruler of your life. Amen. Let me give you one last verse. We'll end with that. I believe that we'll continue. I think our, our, we will, the next thing we'll talk about will be how how to how to deal not how to deal with sin how to deal with sin how to, how to deal with sin and how to suppress sin in your life I think that will be my next topic to you but let us go to this verse Romans chapter 6 verse 12 we are ending with this Romans 6 12 the Bible says let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that ye should obey it in the last thereof. Let not sin therefore reign. And I said, ma in the What did I say? Don't allow sin to become a king in your life. Give me, yes. Amplified says, let not sin therefore rule as king. Let not sin therefore rule as king in your mortal, short lived, perishable bodies. Let not sin, therefore, rule as king. Let him not rule as king. When something is ruling as king, it means it has authority. It has authority. Amen. It has the preeminence. So let not sin rule in your bodies. In First Corinthians chapter 12, chapter six, verse 12. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. I will not be brought under the power of any. Are you listening to me? I will not be brought under the power of any. Some of us are under the power of sin, it has a power. power but I declare today that you will have authority over sin I said you will have authority over sin I said you will have authority over sin in the name of Jesus you see sinner, it will not vanish sin the feeling of sin and the desire to sin and the temptation to sin will never end so you you must have power power over sin power authority authority. And you see, do you know where sin is? Sin is in your members. Like your mouth. Like your hand. Like your eyes. Like your heart. Like your yourself. Do you understand? There are some people that say, oh, I always want a man to be holding me. I always want somebody to be holding me. There are some people, they're always touching and holding people. They're always touching and holding people. People say, ah, what is wrong with you? They're always touching 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 they're talking touching holding touching you see so that thing in him no is sin is lasciviousness it is it has a power and it is in his hands and in his, in himself do you understand what i'm saying some people it is their stomach they can't control their stomach hey some people is their appetites they can't control their appetites i used to have a friend he said that for for drink to be in a bottle, then it must, it must rather be in his stomach. We can't look at drink that it is in a bottle and it's there. It should rather, it should come and store itself in his stomach. It's a bad appetite that he has. You see, so the sin, no, it lives in your members. So you must have authority over your members. Mortify. Do you know what mortify means? mortify, mortify, mortify therefore your members mortify I, I, am, I cannot say for sure but I won't be surprised if the, the root word of the word mortify also links up to a mortuary yeah, I cannot prove it I've, I've not studied it, I've not, I've not researched it but I won't be surprised if it is connected to a mortuary mortify, mortify what does the amplifier say, it will explain it for us it says, "So kill, deaden, deprive of power. You see, deprive of power, deprive of power, deprive of power. The evil desire lurking, lurking in your members. <laughs> it's interesting. Maybe you don't understand the word lurking. So when something's lurking, it's like, it's like um." If, if there's a snake here, it will not be walking here boldly. It will be lurking. If there's a thief, you see, we'll all be here. Then your bag will get lost. Hey, how come? There was a thief lurking. He was lurking, lurking. So sin, everybody, everybody, just just do with me. Sinners, is doing like that to you. He's doing, is doing, is looking for an opportunity. Hey then if he gets a chance, hey, they just comes like that <laughs> When somebody crossed you in the traffic, no opportunity. Hey, they come and see insult. Hey, you get down, remove your tie. Today we shall see here. Oh, crossing small traffic, he always is forcing to go. When you one you You see, so that is a sin. It's lacking. Like, it's like a perchance. <laughs> and for many couples, when it doesn't get a chance to come out, then when they when they go home, that it will come out. <laughs> hey, in the name of your food is late. In the name of the food, is not what you want. You want deals But you left five cities. For three children, you and your wife. And you left five cities. And when you went to town, you couldn't get a chance to insult everybody. So when you got home, unfortunately, your wife. <laughs> May God give wives the grace to survive because when the husband's things are lurking uh, doesn't get a chance no exhaust pipe then he lands in the house Oh, small homework the boy hasn't done yeah bonnet is a thief we would be killing him (laughs) so listen to me don't joke with sin and my word to you as you go is that don't allow sin to rule inside your mortal bodies. Mortify. Mortify them. Kill. deaden, Deprive of power. Ah. Your problem is fornication. You're always watching these um, soap operas. Fornication Galore. It's your best movie that you are watching. Then when you finish, you say your problem is fornication. Because you are feeding it. You are feeding it. You are feeding it. You are feeding it. Are feeding it. Are feeding it. Are feeding it. Hey. You are feeding it with things. Feeding it with things. Feeding it with things. Don't feed sin in your life. I want to end, but I have to say First John 2.15 First John 2.15 First John 2.15 First John Love not the world neither the things that are in the world If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Next verse. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. Don't feed sin. Starve sin in your life. Don't go to that friend anymore. There are some friends you should stop visiting them. When you stop visiting them for a while, your problem of drinking will cease. Your problem of drinking will cease. Your drinking habit, you think it's a demon. It's not a demon, it's bad company. Evil communication corrupts good morals. Bad company. There's the demon drinking, but this one is just bad company. And when you are with them because you look up to them, you know, you don't want to say that you don't drink anymore, so you drink and then you go and quote 1 John chapter 1 verse 9, 1 John 1 9 1 John 1 9 you quote 1 John 1 9 you say that if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, verse 10 verse 10, if we say that we have not sinned oh, in to it means that mean that that war. We make him a liar. I don't want you to be a liar, Lord. Sin is in me. So please, help me. Help me after this glass. Now I know. (laughs) Wow. Look, you should not drink Campari. You should not drink beer. I don't know whether we can categorically say drinking beer is a sin. But it is not a good thing. If you came to meet me drinking beer in the office, what would you think? Or oh, Guinness, dark and lovely. A stout, where he stout here, then dark, stout then is it Amstel or so? So there's someone be creamy, dark, custom mixed stout. <laughs> Some people, in the name of Sickness, they are drinking joy, daddy bitters. in the name of a Amen. Medru, Amen. Medru, I wouldn't name wouldn't name a but and the Jofana me watch him into joy. Yeah, joy, joy bites. Yeah, they show you how far. Hey, instead of looking for Holy Ghost power and believing God for resurrection power. You don't like resurrection power. You like joy daddy beaters. Hey! (laughs) May sin not be the king in your life in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a big clap offering. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Oh, give the Lord a better shout and a better clap offering. Close your eyes and pray for the for God to have mercy on you and to help you to come out of your sin in the name of Jesus. Lord, I leave to my head in a word. We believe you've been blessed by this message. For copies of this message, visit our vision bookshop at our church premise near Wampou One. <laughs> yeah. I worship you. Would you sing with me? I worship you, great.